This, I thought I was fired. I was like, he's ne they're never bringing me back. They're never bringing me back. Fired is done. You can't say that. What are you doing? It's a sponsorship. I can't say that. Yo. You stuffed at a good time, buddy. Welcome to season two of Brawlhalla Origins. This season's lineup is packed with awesome guests from various backgrounds in the Brawlhalla community. Join our VIP list by signing up at season2.brawlhallaorigins.com to get early access to each episode, special clips, giveaways, and behind the scenes updates. Today's guest is Zipmaster Flex. He's an official caster for Brawlhalla Esports and can be found regularly commentating during major and community tournaments. But is his beard better than mine, bro? Oh no, oh no. I mean... Brawlhalla Origins is presented by Brawl Academy. Brawl Academy's mission is to provide the best educational content for improving at Brawlhalla to support competition long-term by bringing in and leveling up new talent. Learn more at brawlacademy.com. Brawlhalla Origins Season 2 is sponsored by SIB Esports. Go support them and follow what they do over at esportssib.com. Welcome to another episode of Brawlhalla Origins. Today, I've got the one and only Zipmaster Flex with me. How's it going, dude? How are you doing today? It's going good, man. Been a nice, solid day. Hanging out, waiting to do karaoke later, man. That's, that's it, man. I don't do nothing on Wednesdays. Oh, man. Karaoke sounds fun, though. Heck yeah. Oh, yeah. I do it every Wednesday. It's my jam. Nice. I, I go every Wednesday, get uh, get faded, and, and sing some songs. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, so for... Any new people that are tuning in for the first time, the point of Brawlhalla Origins is I am interviewing notable people inside the Brawlhalla community and asking them about their history with the game. Uh, so to kick things off, I'll ask my usual first question. How did you find Brawlhalla? How did I find Brawlhalla? Uh, you know, so in 2017, I saw someone playing it on stream a fellow Killer Instinct player. He just took a day off of playing KI and he was streaming Brawlhalla. And I saw him playing it and my initial take was, that game looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I the little chibi characters with the big heads, like I was not a fan. And, uh, and so I saw that and then he asked me to come play and I played a couple games with him on stream. And then we'll just say that was that, right? Then 2019, one of my friends, I get off of work and I jump on Xbox, and one of my friends at that time is playing Brawlhalla too. And I jump in his party and instantly I go, "You serious? You're why are you playing that?" And or he's like, "Dude, <laughs> I promise you, this game is mad fun." I let him know I played a couple games uh, back in the day, 2017, and, he, and I was like, "I mean, it wasn't the gameplay was cool, but like, why do the characters look like that?" Yeah. And he's like, "Just load up and play right now." I played that day with him for a few hours, and it was wraps. I didn't play anything else for months. It just, I just kept playing Brawlhalla. Man, I, I loved it. So that, that's that was my introduction to Brawlhalla. Okay, okay. You mentioned yeah. uh, you mentioned Ki uh, for I guess people that might not know you from the Brawlhalla community. Like, what kind of is your sort of like background in history with uh, other titles outside of Brawlhalla? Uh, so I started competitively playing. I used to play at a local level at, uh, in Marvel three way back. Okay. And then, uh, killer instinct came out and that's when I was like, all right, 
I, I think I'm about to try my hand in, in playing tournaments for real, for real. And so Killer Instinct, that was that was the game that that was the community for me. It was that was everything I needed. I think it was because I because so I competed in uh, Gears of War three and two back oh, in the day, okay. right? So th- it wasn't my first competitive game, but it was my first competitive fighting game, and nothing ever made me feel like Gears of War. Like even mm. Marvel three, like I loved it, but it didn't make me feel like Gears of War. And then Killer Instinct made me feel like years again. Like it was everything, the community, there was the toxicity I liked, there was the the nice people I liked, there was the people that were willing to train with you that you can't really find everywhere, online, mm-hmm. offline. It was just everything just happened correctly. And so I ended up going to tournaments for that game. I did okay. I never won like a giant title. I got two regionals. Uh never won a big title. I have a couple of top eights at big tournaments. And mm-hmm. but yeah, that was that, that was my kicker. And I started casting with that game, like literally everything. My best friends, like my real life best friends, were met during that game. We we fly out and we meet each other. We hang out. I talk to them every single day, phone or on the game or Discord, whatever. Right? Like I that game means everything to me. Mm-hmm. And, and so you know, Killer Instinct started all this for me. I would I would still be in hotel management if I didn't play Killer Instinct and become a caster based off of that game. You know nice. what I mean? Okay. So that was how, my start, yeah. Okay, so in Killer Instinct was when you got into casting? Can yes, you tell yes, me a little Killer bit about Can you tell me a little bit about how that kind of process went for you? Like how did you transition from like a player into a caster or did you still play while you were casting or was it one of those at, kind of switches? At first I I still played. Okay. So So the way it worked was that there was a tournament I used to run called the Shadow Arena and Okay. To be honest, I didn't even understand the concept of casting back then. So when I used to run that tournament, I would just talk to the chat over it. And mm. and then if I saw something cool, I'd get hype about it, and then I would just talk to the chat. And they took that as I was casting because I would talk about the game because I thought the game was so cool, so I could I could just inherently talk about the game. They would say I was casting. I wasn't casting. I was just talking. <laughs> and so they ended up thinking I was funny. So I would be like, okay, they, people would ask me to come cast their tournament. And I would do online stuff for people. And uh, the first offline I ever did was combo clash in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, the first offline casting I ever did. I went to that tournament. I got ninth place. And, uh, and they, they do a break in between top eight and, you know, ninth. Right. So it was about an hour and a half break and I left and I went to the bar to drink my sorrows away from losing. And there's a clip of me losing that match and I melted down on stage. Like I was, oh, no. I was hurt. I was hurt. <laughs> so, so I left and I was just going to enjoy myself at a bar and I get a call and uh, from a number I don't even know. I don't even, to this day, I don't know how Charlie got my number. Guy calls my phone and I was like, who is this? And he's like, is this Zip? And I was like, yes, who is this? He's like, it's Charlie. I'm like, what? He's like, Brandon wants to know if you want to come back and cast top eight. He's like, the one of the casters didn't show up. And I was like, yeah. He's like, well, hurry up. They're starting in like 15 minutes. So I speed back over there. I'm a couple drinks in. And I throw the headset on and I cast it offline for the first time. Nervous as heck. And uh, I did that. Got good feedback. And I was like, you know what? I actually like this. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna see how do you actually get to do this full time. And I kind of rolled from there did a lot of free work for a very long time <laughs> and uh and then there was a blurred line like my lady had to be like what like 
when are you gonna like ask for money like what, what are you gonna you know what i mean so i started asking for nickel and dimes at first i wasn't trying to charge too much to people you know mm-hmm. the chaos community didn't really have money like that right so it was like hard right. to ask people for money you know so but i started asking for like maybe 50 here and then i upped it to 75 and okay let me get 100 and they were willing to pay because i did a good job i you know took my own horn i think i did a good job so they were willing to mm-hmm. pay the community held me up i did what i could for them if they needed a discount i did a discount and uh, I took that road, and then I started branching into other games, man. It was, that was that was the start. Awesome. Well, oh, yeah. Well, the... well, I didn't answer the part because sure, you said, sure. was I still competing? So I was yeah, competing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was still competing while I was casting for about a year. And okay. the time when I quit, there was this online series that was sponsored by Microsoft, and I qualified for the finals. But there was another guy, and it, like my heart wasn't into the com- competition. And there was this dude uh, named Latalis that he had, was right outside of qualifying. Mm-hmm. And so I gave him my qualifying spot. And uh, and I was like, you know what? If they'll let me cast the, the finals, you can have my spot. When I did that, that was this was what made me go, okay, I'm done. When I did that, uh, James Goddard, not, yeah, James Goddard from uh, Microsoft saw that I did that because he was the one like back in the tournament. And then he gave me his Evo fight stick, Killer Instinct fight stick. This thing's kind of dusty because I haven't used it in a minute. But, yeah, he gave me his Evo Killer Instinct fight stick. Oh, that's sick. Heck yeah, man. And then they, they gave me a pretty pretty nice check to cast that. And I said, you know what? If he was that grateful and I made this dude that happy for giving up my spot, I will just get out of this game and, I mean, compete and stuff. Yeah. And I'll just go straight into casting. Like, that was the day that I just stopped. I wasn't competing anymore. Gotcha. Damn, that's cool. Um, <laughs> that makes kind of a, a little bit of a natural segue to talk about how you got into casting for Brawlhalla. So, like, what, how did that, uh, how did you kind of make that leap into casting for Brawlhalla? Like, what was your first event? And then uh, how did you kind of turn into, like, because you're, you're pretty well known at this point, I think, for, for Brawlhalla casting. So let, let's talk about that progression a bit. I will say... I probably had the luckiest intro. The luckiest. There's nobody that cast this game that has the luckiest intro that I had. All right. Okay. It was during the pandemic. <clears throat> and um, it was during the pandemic. And I was working from home at the time for, for this. Uh, I was working for Google Fi uh, doing. Uh, my position was called concierge. It was a stupid position. They nixed it after I quit anyway. So, like, it was an unnecessary position. <laughs> anyway, I was working one day, and I was like, man, I want some more casting gigs, and I don't know what game I want to move into. And casting was getting stale for me. It was the pandemic. It was hard to get gigs yeah. already. And uh, and I was like, I was getting to the point where I was like, I'm about to quit trying this mess. I'm, I'm about to be done. Mm. And so... But anyway, I was playing Brawlhalla at the time. Like I, like I said, it became one of my main games. And I'm, I'm working, and I was like, let me see something. And I don't remember what website I went to. I somehow found Foda's email okay. in a couple clicks. And I just was like, all right, here we go. And I shot him an email with my reel in it. And, and he responds back that he's seen my work. So I guess Foda watched KI. Oh, that he says that he's seen my work. Yeah. Right, he said, "See my work," and he goes, uh, "Let's have a call." And now, I will tell you right now. I, at the time, I didn't know anything about Brawlhalla esports. I just knew I loved the game. Okay. So, so I, so we get on a call, and he asked me, "All right, 
what's who what character is this combo weapon combo and i named it i'm right okay and he asked me this and then you know he starts asking me a few characters about uh, questions about characters and weapons well is this combo true stuff like that he's just grilling me then he goes sure. all right who's your favorite uh esports team and i was like all right this is where he's gonna be like get this guy out of here because i did i was <laughs> like all i know is boomy and sandstorm and i go uh boomy and sandstorm and he boss out laughing and then he goes, all right, man. All right. Uh, that, that, sounds, uh, that sounds good. That was a good call. I'll get back to you and let you know. And I was like, all right. Well, <laughs> I knew I failed it right there. That was the end of it. And he emails me back in like two days. And he says, all right, our production lead's going to get in contact with you. He's going to send you some equipment. And next weekend, you're going to be doing the Southeast Asia. Uh, yeah, the first one I did was the Southeast Asia uh, Autumn Championship. Wow. And he threw me in there for the 2v2s. Was that in 2020? Yes. Okay. Yes. I was I was terrified, brother. Like I said, I didn't know the <laughs> players. You know what I mean? He knew yeah. I didn't know the players. That's why he threw me on that. He said, he said it was going to be lighter viewership. But here's the funny part. While I'm casting it, right, my homie texts my phone, and I go, you know, I'm casting, and we're off camera, and I look real quick, and he says, dude, there's 50,000 people watching this. And I was like, Ooh. oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's lower viewership by the way <laughs> right dude right I was bro i was terrified but yeah i ended up doing that uh and then he brought me back and i did the southeast asia uh finals that year too that was my okay. second one the southeast asia finals wow uh, and yeah i did a pool if i'm not mistaken no because they didn't have the side stream at the time so I did the, um, I did, I think the top eight leading into top four for Australia. And then mm -hmm. I closed Australia. I mean, I closed uh, Southeast Asia that year. And so he threw me on some pretty high stuff that year. And I didn't, I was not ready, but I think I did a good <laughs> enough job. And so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that they, was, that was how keep, I got in Valhalla, man. For they keep bringing you back. So you must've done something right there. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo, so I have a little tidbit for you. There was okay. there was a time, I don't remember if it was during the Southeast Asia Championships or if it was one that the next year when we came back. Okay. But it was right when they got the Walking Dead crossover, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. Bro, I'm casting with TK. This I thought oh, I was man. fired. I was like, he's ne they're never bringing me back. They're never bringing me back. Fired, <laughs> it's done. So he, they bring me in there. And, and I'm super early with them, right? This is like a couple in. I've never met them in person. Like, they don't have any reason to keep me, right? So I'm really thinking I'm fired after this. I'm cast in with TK. We get something happens technically, and they just, like, fill air. And me and TK are stuck filling air for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I said, TK, it's like, we got, we're losing things to talk about. And I go, TK, what do you think about this, uh, this Walking Dead crossover, man? How, how'd you like the show? And TK says... I, I didn't really watch the show. I, he says, I stopped around season five or something like that. And for me, that was when I stopped, too. And I said, you stopped at a good time, buddy. You can't say that. You can't say that. What are you doing? It's a sponsorship. I can't say that. Yo. You stopped at a good time, buddy. <laughs> you know, because I stopped there. I came back and I finished the show after. Right, but okay. yeah, and I and I, I'm well, I'm caught up. Right, I like, I still like the show, right? But yeah, I said that, and as soon oh, as I was man. done casting, 
Foda DM me and goes, what the f- man? Are you serious? You gotta be more <laughs> professional than that. He writes me this paragraph, and I was like, I'm never coming back. It's over. Oh, and then man. the next one comes, and he's like, here's your blocks. I was like, what? God got done with that, and I told my lady, I was like, babe, it's over. I'm fired. It's I'm over? I'm done. <laughs> 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 oh my oh, gosh man. yeah that Ooh. was hilarious that's a good one yeah no the i mean if nothing else if nothing else they are um they are big on helping people kind of get past issues like that i think like as long as you don't like really blow up something on the yes. air i think generally speaking they're going to try to work with you and and help you get through like little things like that although i mean yeah the size of that tournament and the size of that sponsorship maybe it wasn't that little but <laughs> oh, it, it wasn't little i mean it literally <laughs> after i said it i was like that was stupid oh no I was like, that was <laughs> dumb and i was like maybe he won't say anything he waited until i was done and he lit me up and then i responded to him he didn't say anything back i was like oh it's over oh no. he's never hitting me up again <laughs> jeez Oh, that's that's crazy. Do you have uh, uh so that was good. Do you have any other um like funny or interesting stories about like things that have happened while you were casting uh similar to that or No, that, nothing like that was the only time I like really fumbled the bag, right? Or anything okay, crazy. Okay. You know, but like obviously there's like funny moments casting sure, sure. and it's just little little stuff like one of my favorite moments, the little goofball moment. I don't know if you saw that clip when um, when I was eating the cake. Uh, it was somebody's birthday. It was Duke's birthday. Oh, okay. We did yeah, a yeah. intermission, did a little birthday thing for him, went to yeah, break. Yeah. And when we came back, I was sitting there eating the cake on camera. Uh-huh. So so that was a gag set up by Toast. He he was like, dude, it'd be funny. I don't know if you want to do this. If He's like, it'd be funny if... If you just act like you're still eating and you you don't realize that we went live when we come back. So that was like, you know, that's the little fun stuff that they like to do behind the scenes. That was yeah. not set up by me. You know, so just little stuff like that, man. They're just, they're super fun to work with. Every one of them. Like, I yeah. love casting with Sparky, Duke, Taza, all of them cats, man. And then obviously right. the guys that aren't BMG, you know, you know, uh, Ajax and Flambeau and TK. Those are my dudes. So yeah, I love, I love casting with all of them and working with all of them. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. I want to kind of go back a little bit and talk about something that you mentioned earlier on. You mentioned that you played Gears of War professionally originally. Yeah. Was that like kind of your first kind of dive into esports? Um, and then. Yeah. What was what was kind of like that? What was that kind of like back then? So it was more of I was not pro pro. I sure. was like. I was, I mean, I guess you could call it semi-pro. I was just a competitive player. Let's say that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was a competitive player. We didn't have a sponsorship. We used to do game battles. I had a, a team that I played with, mm-hmm. uh, and we would enter any tournament we could. Uh, we won a couple of good prizes, split them, you know, nothing huge. We weren't a big team. We didn't get to go do the offline big stuff. We did do one regional tournament offline, and we did okay at that. But yeah, that was my first dive in really like being in that real competitive hot seat and mm-hmm. and going against another team and trash talk is flying and, and feeling that feeling like back when I played uh, basketball in high school, right? Like that oh, okay, yeah. organized competitive spirit again. That was the first time I felt that again. So that was awesome. Okay. 
Yeah, I, the reason that I ask is, uh, so like my background was before, uh, before Rahala, it was shooters. So okay. I started in uh, Call of Duty, and so back in the day, it was. Um, I think I started in Black Ops One. Was when I okay. started kind of getting real into like, okay, I'm kind of good at this game. I should see what else is kind of out there, and that was the days where like. Like you said, game battles, MLG, like all that stuff was like huge. Mm -hmm. and so, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so, so you you competed in in COD uh, and and all that. Yeah. Did you ever get on a team like, or anything? Like like you, I was not professional. I was a competitive player. <laughs> gotcha. There we go. There we go. Yeah, definitely but, just a competitive uh, player. Yeah. MLG came to Orlando once, and I went to that, and that was sick. Like that was my first like actually being in a venue kind of like seeing how the whole thing comes together and that got me hooked and from yeah. there i was like always kind of chasing that like when can i do this again kind of thing and then eventually ended up like brahalla and uh brahalla also came to orlando with a uh, ceo dreamland in oh, yeah. uh, 2017 <coughs> i think it was 2017 okay and that was my first, like, Brahalla land. And I was like, oh. Oh, I like this. Even though I went 0-2. I was like, nope. I'm, <laughs> this, is, this is my game now. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. So, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, having that, like, early, early entry into shooters, I think, was, uh, so. When you mentioned Gears of War, I was like, oh, there's some, like, commonality here that i wanted to explore did you uh, did you ever play gears i played a little bit of gears um i was significantly worse at it uh i don't know what it is about third person shooters that made me like it did not work with the way that my brain works um, i can dig that uh because i feel the same way about Fortnite too it was like third person shooters just mess with my brain for some reason so. I, see, I'm the opposite. Like, I'm terrible at first-person shooters. I guess I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm the worst. Okay. I just can't get past. I get to a blockade. And I can't. Just, I can't progress, and I can't get better. Oh, okay. I feel like third-person games, like I can, I can just feel like the infinite skill. Yeah. Give, I can just keep growing and growing. No matter the work, depending on the work I put in. With FPSs, man, I just, I just was like, dude, I suck, and that's what it is. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think part of it is like there's more. Um... There's more mechanical aspects to third-person shooters, in my opinion, especially for games like Gears, where you've got, like, the wall bouncing and things like that mm -hmm. to it that you have to, like, factor in as well. And just, like, the different perspective makes it where it's, like, positioning matters a little bit more. Um, Definitely. And, like, how you make yourself visible to other, like, people in the game and, like, the, the routes that you take are more impacted by having more, like, awareness and, like visuals whereas like because first person shooters is just like all right this is your viewport this is your crosshair point yeah. at a thing and it dies like it's all about like the mechanical aiming skill and uh <clears throat> i was good at that, that when i was young I'm significantly less good at that today <laughs> <laughs> it's the reaction times man we, we're, we're losing that bro it's yeah the reaction time yeah. that's it that's the rough stuff these these young kids got it yeah that's and that's kind of 
the just the the raw mechanical timing of things is like probably the main thing holding me back at being super good at brawl at this point. So, <laughs> bruh, I'm telling you, some of the stuff when I'm casting, some of the stuff like my reactions are genuine because I cannot understand yeah. how they react to certain things. Like it's insane yeah. to me. It's absolutely insane to me. Do you have any um so of any of the events that you've watched or any of the events that you've casted, do you have any um, like memorable or like favorite games or sets that you've casted? Bro, my favorite moment ever was uh, not this championship, but last year's BCX when, okay. when me and Ajax were casting uh, the 2v2 closeout and Akno did that clutch, bro. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah, Son. yeah. Hands down. <laughs> No questions asked. That is the greatest moment. I don't. Uh, okay. No, that's the a good greatest one. moment. I that mean, is a good one. You know what I mean? Boomy, yeah. uh, Boomy and uh, Snowy winning. I mean, and getting that moment. Like shout out Toast, giving me that moment to cast that finals closeout. That mm -hmm. was fire. I love that too. Uh, that that getting to close that final moment, but that clutch was just. Yeah, I was in awe. Like I, we were in a little booth in the back, and I was just like, "Because if you watch it, I'm talking, and then Ajax takes over the, when it's actually finishing, uh -huh. and I'm just sitting there in the booth like this, like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. That was my favorite moment. Period. That's awesome. Yeah, there've been definitely been some crazy plays uh, that have happened over the years, and it feels like they just keep getting crazier. And, like, <clears throat> players' mechanical skill is just constantly improving. And then, like, with some of the new mechanic updates, with, like, the way that the the dash landing cancel stuff works now, and now the BCX is over, they've changed the way that backdash works. Mm -hmm. Photo was talking on a dev stream not long ago about how they're going to try to improve the way that wall clings work as well. Like, 2024 is going to be a wild year. Like... Because I feel like it was like halfway through this year, I think, was when the some of the first dash changes started to come in. And so mm -hmm. we get to BCX and like people have kind of adapted to it, but it's only been like a few months at this point where people are really starting to understand how to utilize it. Mm -hmm. And then going into next year, you've got those two changes together with more time under everyone's belt. Everybody's got more of an opportunity to figure out how this fits into their gameplay. How do they make it more optimal? Like, I think 2024 is going to be crazy. Bro, I'm there for you. I'm there with you. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be some good stuff, man. I'm excited for it. Yeah. I want to see, you know, every year when they do the announcement of how much the, the tournament circuit's worth, you um, know, I'm ready to see Twitter lose their mind. Like, how, right? how, how do they keep getting all this money? <laughs> I'm becoming a brawl player, man. Yeah, I can't wait to see that that moment and then uh, let's see how they line it up because I like the concept this year. They did the Royales. They brought some uh -huh. team hack and things like that. Uh, I want to see. I think people have a gripe that they, they shouldn't do the Royales because it gives people less chances to play offline with each other. It's like, but bro, mm. I think that's one of the best things in esports is giving top players a chance to be celebrity. Yeah. If, yeah. If that, does that make sense? Like, yeah. Like they, so they have to, to me, they have to keep that. But uh, no, I, I want to see what else they decide to do. I would love to see the Royales continue because it's it's also a really good way to showcase like that cross region 
sort of like competitiveness as well because like <clears throat> the the nice things about the royales is because they're smart or they're small and they're invitationals it lets them say okay well let's fly people out from europe let's fly people out from south america they get their invites everybody comes in and they all play and the round robin format is so good for this too for um sure. but uh but just having that way to have the regions come in and have that just clash every so often uh in a way that's just like it's so good yeah yeah no i'm i'm excited for the royales i'm excited for all the news on like next year's events like i'm hoping for more lands i think everybody's hoping for more lands it would be cool to have more offline events for like that are open to the public um but yeah i think that's like january like mid-january or something I don't know for yeah. sure, but somewhere in there, that's when they that's when they start to announce, like early January, mid, somewhere in there. Yeah, because they they got to do it early because uh, first tournament that comes around, spring, <clears throat> winter. Yeah, we have winter champs. Winter, yeah, the, they, yeah, 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 that's yeah, that's that right should there. be end of January, beginning of February, one of those two. Exactly right. So they have to announce it early Jan, something like that. I'm yep. here for it. I'm, I'm excited. Nice. Um, so you mentioned also getting into other games besides Killer Instinct and Brawlhalla. What other games are you kind of involved in from uh, from casting at this point? So I've done a bunch of different fighting games. Uh, I mean, I've done Injustice 2. I did a little bit of MK11. Uh, right now I'm working on Street Fighter 6. I did uh, just did one the other day on Saturday. Have a high school league I'm going to be doing on Thursday for Street Fighter Six. Uh, a little bit further back, right before I got into Brawl, uh, I was doing a, a kids league and I casted Clash Royale. Uh, then I, I mean, I've done Regional Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, I've done a good amount of games. Right now, yeah. my focal point is I'm trying to get into Apex. So like, oh, okay, cross, cross fingers. Hopefully this yeah. year I, I get some ALGS action. So we'll oh, see what's happening. Cool. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, nice. Um, <clears throat> so for for people that have gotten kind of big into casting, I always want to ask for for other people that might be interested in getting into casting. Do you have any sort of like advice that you would give to people for that are kind of just starting out? Like, what kind of recommendations would you make if somebody wants to get involved in? <laughs> I mean, any game, not just Brahalla. So. The best advice I can give you is there's, there's two there's two things. Understanding that the job is not to be noticed. People try to get on cast and they they want to be this outlying thing on the stream that you're paying attention to. Mm-hmm. Your job is just to fill the air. Your job is to make the 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 match have a back tone. That that's it. Right, mm. so and, and people get on there and want to be stand-up comedians, like they think they're hilarious. Now, that doesn't mean it's wrong to make jokes and and have per- personality, but your first job needs to be taken care of first, making sure you're you're speaking properly and clean and concise. Uh, make sure your knowledge is correct, and make sure that you are working with your pro with your co-caster smooth and not talking over them. If you're doing that part right. Now, let your personality shine. And mm. as long as as long as they got that, and so the advice I would give is find somebody that is top of the food chain, watch them, and just watch what they like to 
the things that they focus on speaking about. Watch that, copy that, and then put, put your personality into that. And mm. then you will develop your own style after that. But you need to see what being a true caster is and then emulate it. And then your, your personality can come through afterwards. Don't just get on the mic and be like, I'm casting guys and this, this game is cool. And you know, that like I'm just <laughs> making jokes and man, pow, you know, that stuff is not, you're not going to go anywhere. If you do that, right. You trying to be a personality on the cast, you're not going anywhere. You got to be a caster first. Then you can be you. Mm. Okay. Dang. That's, that's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really good advice. Um, <laughs> Uh, along along the same lines as far as like uh you seem from from everything you've said so far you seem like you're very good at um outreach and and like chasing after the opportunities that you want what kind of um how how would you recommend people go about finding that work and then like being that person that like chases after it and does the reach outs and what what do you need what, what do you need to get to that point i guess is uh the, the question that's, there that's a that's a tough one brother there's yeah there's casters out here we're still figuring it out dog but yeah. i mean you know but to be real like the the first place of it is like i think i myself isn't a good person to ask because i don't have a social media following i'm terrible with social media and so mm. so like some people can rely on their celebrity to get picked up for gigs right right and i can't do that i don't have celebrity so i go in and i just i'll go to twitter or i'll go to uh, linkedin right if I, i'll go to twitter and i'll go to search and i'll type in a keyword and then tournament and then mm. just see if anybody's looking for casters and i'll just start looking through and i might see some random thing They're like you know what i play that game i'm gonna see if they'll let me cast it even if it's free, right? And so I'll just go and just see if I can get it. And then now, okay, cool. I did that tournament and now I have footage. And so the most important thing will be knowing where to look. First off, you go look and then you and then you just take what you can get and get footage. Once you have footage, you either make a reel or you just have line footage of a specific game that you casted and cut it into a good portion so that that'll be easy to digest for the person. And then you'll be like, hey, I would like to cast this tournament. Don't have a reel for it, but this is my uh, this is this is my resume of tournaments I've done, and here is some footage of me casting this game. I would love to work for your brand or cast for your brand this weekend, and then they'll just let you know yes or no. And if you if you're doing if you got all that and you start to get the footage together, then you start asking for money. You know, you say, hey, mm -hmm. I would like to cast this event. What kind of rate are you guys offering? Or you just tell them what you want straight up, and mm -hmm. then they either say yes or no. It's, it's just a it's just a poking and prodding game and then you start to know people and then they refer you and you know it, it's, it starts like that but in the beginning it's literally just just get your footage together just cast right. start your own event cast with friends uh cast whatever will let you cast for whatever game you're trying to do if it's free then just do it like i have a couple apex tournaments right now that are paying me but i have one that's not paying me and I will do it anytime they ask me because I need Apex footage and I need Apex practice, right? So it doesn't right. matter what level you're at. You need that practice. Do the, do the game. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I treat I'm treating this as if I'm starting my casting career. So the same thing I'm doing with Apex, doing free gigs for these guys just so I can get footage together and then create an Apex reel. That's what mm. somebody needs to do if they want to start. Gotcha. Okay. I uh <clears throat> one I think uh it was a while back. It was like StarCraft two era. I think it was um it was either Tasteless or Day Nine, one of the two. Uh, one of the things that they suggested when people were getting into casting was uh, um, take replays of games and just cast them. So I never did that, but somebody did tell me to do that, and uh, okay, and and I believe that that's a great idea. I just never did it. I, I, newsflash: I'm freaking lazy. You know <laughs> that takes <laughs> that takes a way more effort than I'm willing to do. So I does would it take rather more effort than actually casting a tournament, though. Yes, it does. <laughs> if if somebody has a tournament set up, then all okay. I have to do is come sit down and. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. True. But then, if I want to do that route, I need to rip the file, download it off of YouTube, okay. and then I gotta set it up, and I gotta sync my audios, and then I gotta cast it, and I gotta, gotta fake you. cast it at that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's. That is way more effort. It's definitely gotcha. a good idea. If you got the drive, you do it out there, guys. But <laughs> I'm good, Chief. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. <clears throat> um, what's a... And you don't have to say Brahalla just because this is a Brahalla podcast. Um, but at the moment, what is your favorite game to cast? You, you, okay, so the funny thing is... I don't want to be cliche and say that because of this, right? Right, right. But, but coming off of BCX, like, this is straight up my favorite game to cast. Okay. It doesn't matter. I came off of BCX, man, and this is, dog. Even though, like, like we had, I had some turmoil going into that, 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 into that tournament. You know, I was, oh, yeah? love you, Toast. I was upset that I didn't get main stage. And, oh, uh, and, okay. and it all worked out. We had good conversations. And, you know, I, yeah, yeah. Me and Toast, Toast is my dude to, to, the, to the end of the days, boy. But yeah. but yeah, I went in not happy. And still working with uh, Slow Mo on that side stream, the matches were yeah. amazing. The environment was great. Being with the with the Brawlhalla fam on that stage uh, for the closeout. And mm-hmm. you remember Duke and Sheepy and, and, yeah. uh, and Sparky were crying. And then Toast comes up crying. It's like that feeling, being with the fam. I don't want to cast nothing else, dog. Like, that's my jam. I mean, I do want to cast other stuff, but that is my jam. Yeah. I love casting with it. Yeah. No, that that's... Uh, I've heard that a lot from people um, that uh, are involved in sort of like all of the production side of Brawlhalla is that this game just... It's different. Like, it's it, just different. It, it's different, dog. It hits different. Yeah. I, think, I think the way I could put it, I was more immersed in the ki community right i think on a okay. community level like some people know me you know what i mean but yeah, yeah, yeah i i only i don't do that many community tournaments i'll do them if somebody asks but they don't they rarely ask and and, and not to be greedy because they know i'm gonna ask for somebody and and sure, sometimes sure. they pay me and they'll let me do it and and sometimes they just like hey man can you do this and I, it's only gonna be 25 bucks i'm like Nah, chief. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but but I was more immersed in the KI community, so I would say this. If KI had 
the production and was as big as Brawlhalla, I mm. would be able to say that could probably rival it because I'd be with my peers uh-huh. and and things like that. But I don't. That game doesn't have that. So right now it's Brawlhalla for sure. Right now it's Brawlhalla gotcha. for sure. I, and I in that team working with that team, even if yeah. Ki was popping, I don't think they would have a back a production team that could rival BMG. Like I love. Right. Love, love working with them. That that's my people. Yeah. Every time I'm around them, like they are just good energy. We're all so different, and sometimes, mm-hmm. like outside of outside of being on camera, like I'm a little abrasive, man. Like I'm a loud dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you know, I kind of swear a lot. You know what I mean? And and sometimes I feel like I wouldn't be their flavor of person. Like I, I think that mm-hmm. sometimes. And okay, but then you know. We hang out and they don't judge. And the next time you see them, they want to hug and they they just accept you for you. That's my people. I, like literally, like, when I come home, I tell my kids and my lady, I'm like that. That's my other family. That's my peeps. <laughs> I don't know if they think that about me, but that's my peeps. <laughs> that's awesome. It's yeah. The, I mean, I've hung out with all those people too, and and I I get it. I love them all. So it's uh. It's it's really cool to hear other people kind of describe kind of working with BMG that way because it really is like I I have not done production or like too much casting uh-huh. but I've kind of watched a lot of it from the sidelines and seen like how people work and how they operate across not just Brawlhalla but other games as well and yeah. I would struggle to come up with anybody that cares and is constantly trying to level up everything that they do in the same way that like toast and his crew are always always trying to to take things to the next level it's it's just crazy it's like it they are way beyond most other esports i feel at this point like they could probably they could probably get away with like chilling for a bit. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> I but, really think so. I really think so. But you know, but they it, won't. It's that drive they have. They really care yeah. about their job. They really care about the game. They care about the community. It's like, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? It, it. They could chill, but like you said, they won't. They won't. Yeah, they won't. Toast and is that, that dude is a nut. My man's <laughs> dude, like I don't know if you've ever like seen him on one of his he won't stop working, dude. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've left the studio and came back the next day and been like, What's up, man? And he's just like, Nothing much, man, working. And then David's like, Yeah, Toast uh Toast was here all night trying to fix this audio issue. Da 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 da. He hasn't slept yet. And I'm like, dude. We're about to be in here for nine hours today. What is this guy doing? <laughs> Yeah, no, Toast is Toast is something else, man. He is, uh... I'm glad that he's taken a real vacation. All the <laughs> all the bird pictures he's posting on Twitter right now, dude. <laughs> what even is that? I don't know. <laughs> all I know, all I know is that dude is supposed to actually be on vacation right now. Like, actually, mostly disconnected. And we're just getting bird pictures. And I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm, what's funny is my brother is 
terrified of birds. So oh, no. he would have if he was following Toast right now, he'd block him. Easy. <laughs> Easy. He he would get him out of there, off the feed. That's crazy. <laughs> oh man. As soon as I saw the ostrich, I was like, oh yeah, he would have blocked the mess out. Oh, dude. Ostrich is the one. My, my bro was scared of ostriches. That's my wife. My wife is like, no, keep get it away. I can't do ostriches. <laughs> it's just ostriches in particular, like that, that's it's a funny so looking big. bird to me. Oh, it's a funny looking bird to me, but to her, that's like, no, that's terrifying. Get that the hell away from me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You might, might as well be Hellraiser, dude. It might yeah. as well be Hellraiser. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Um, we're, <clears throat> we're getting pretty close to the end of our time together. Um, do you have uh, any sort of like uh thoughts or comments that you want to share kind of to the wider community um uh on brahalla or kind of your involvement or anything of that nature i mean you mean like anything like just like anything what you you got something on your chest you want to share with the whole community (laughs) you you know though i'll tell you one thing gosh darn it how about you people out there when you're watching Stop saying, can I make it to the to the end of the prize? Can y'all just talk about the tournament in the chats, please? <laughs> Sweet, dear Bobby Jesus. Every time I open up the chat, I just want to come in there and talk about the cool plays that are happening. Then guys are like, 675, <laughs> 420, can I make it? <laughs> 337, can I make it? How long till stream ends? Jesus, come on, bro. Enjoy the tournament, bro. Oh my, you don't you don't understand what you have. Just enjoy yeah. the tournament. Yeah. Nah, nah, other than that, uh there, there's that and then the other thing is like this is this one is serious and it needs to be fixed. In the community, guys, when you're playing ranked, stop only rematching if you lost. If you win, run the match back, bro. I'm so sick of you guys. Is that does this happen to you? It happens a lot. What it's the worst part is when someone one ones you, and oh, they yeah, dip exactly without playing out the best of three. Yeah, exactly. They only rematch if they lose. If they win, they're out of there. They're taking your points and they're getting up out of there. I can't stand it. Or if they if, if somebody beats you really bad and they're like, oh, this guy's trash. I'm a double. Let me get him twice. They'll 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 give you one of those and then you you beat them the second one and they're like, okay, cool. I'm not no. running this back. Yeah. Guys, stop doing that. Please. <laughs> people, are, people are very protective of their uh, ELO points, man. Uh, they do whatever they can to to optimize that ELO gain. Make sure they they're not losing too much. Can. Whatever they can. Oh, nah, man. but no, on, a, on a serious note, those who were... I was being serious, but like on a serious <laughs> note... <laughs> on a serious note, I just want to say, I hope... For the time I've been with Brawlhalla, that you guys have enjoyed me, right? Like, enjoyed my casting. I give it everything I have every single time I get on that broadcast because the, the team cares so much that I have to care. And I and, and I love the game. I hope you guys enjoy it. I All the pro players out there that that give me the time of day, like, I mean, they're, y'all, like, they're kids, man. And and they don't have to talk to Big Unk, you know what I'm saying? And they come up <laughs> and they let me know they like my casting. They They, they chop it up with me. At BCX, the, the the players out there, just the, the just the everyday players, the guys that were just there spectating, hang out. 
the energy y'all gave, man, showing me that y'all actually pay attention to my casting. You guys like it. Much love to all y'all out there. And I, and like I said, this is my favorite game to cast, and I hope to do more next year. Man. I want to do some more, and I can't wait till BCX. Please pull up. Come say hi if you ever see me at a DreamHack or, or BCX. Just say what's up. Say something to me on Twitter. We can play games. I don't care, bro. Like, I'm a very approachable person. I'm. Let me not say that. I'm, I'm kind of not, but I am at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's my that's my serious note, man. Much love to the Brawlhalla community for sure. Nice, nice. Well, <clears throat> I will I will speak on behalf of the Brawlhalla community and say that we are glad to have you involved in casting, and it's been great to uh, to see you just kind of going, man. These. You, you and TK and Ajax are some of my favorite casters. I love when you guys are on the mic. It's great. Thanks, man. I appreciate so, it. I really appreciate I, it. And I need to get TK and Ajax on the show soon, too. <laughs> so that, For sure. Those will be, For sure. Those will be real good, too. Um, but, yeah, dude, thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. I'm really glad you were able to make it and we were able to do this. Um, but uh, that's, that's all for this episode of Origins. Stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you very much, Zip. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for watching this episode of Brawl Hollow Origins. We'll be back next week with another episode. Join our VIP list by signing up at season2.brawlholloworigins.com to get early access to each episode, special clips, giveaways, and behind the scenes updates. See you next week. <laughs>